0: Once again, everyone, and welcome back to Football by the Sea. I am your host, Jude.
1: And I am John.
0: And we have had uh, quite an eventful weekend of football once again of uh, amazing Premier League football. Does this league just does not disappoint us. hmm It doesn't. I mean I mean there's nowhere else to start but with uh Liverpool's nine nil dropping off Bournemouth. <laughs>
1: um yeah, I really don't want to be Bournemouth right now um that was just i mean i knew they were feeling bad after the loss to manu but jeez man um talk about taking the team to the sword and i think uh Bournemouth, Bournemouth paid the price for uh liverpool's sins in the previous yeah. week
0: yeah it was uh yeah there's no other way to describe it but it was just a bad day at the office for bournemouth i mean it, it, yeah, it, it's pretty much like, like a kid saying it's on being frustrated and then taking out your frustration on <laughs> the next person you see. No, it's I, like, it's
1: like the the bully that gets beat up at home and then goes to school and, and then beats yeah. up the kid. <laughs> yeah, so like you're the
0: first kid I see, you're gonna like take, take out all my frustration. That's
1: literally what happened. And it was just, and like during the game, I think, um, at the end of the game, uh, I saw uh, Jurgen Klopp went over to um, Scott Parker, um, the Bournemouth manager, and then you know, like just put, kind of put a shoulder around him. And I was like talking to him in a very kind of, um, you know, when someone is telling you, "Hey, man," I like when someone is feeling sorry for you, but they're the cause of your, of <laughs> your pain. <laughs> they're the cause of your
0: pain. It it, 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 it was so bad. Anyway, I think there's also probably a bit of revenge as well because you know the last team to beat Liverpool at home I think the f- one of the first team to beat them during their really amazing run was Fulham under Scott Parker mm. so maybe it was also oh, yeah, it was also like a bit of revenge, but
1: still I mean yeah, it's still
0: the thing that amazes me in this game is like it was pretty much almost the same team that faced United right. And Salah did not even get a goal or an ass-
1: or an assist, which is crazy to me. So it just shows you how uh, off they were to me in that in that Man U game.
0: I mean, we could say how how off they've been for the whole season so far,
1: because mm. it's not like the quality isn't there. Obviously, you know they have a lot of players out, but still, you'd expect them to not have started the way they've started.
0: Now, I, I think whenever teams g- get destroyed by such a large margin i think in a way it's sort of out of your hands because we've seen games where liverpool have dominated teams like this but they don't score this amount of goals. yeah no not at all So, so anytime i see a team pretty much lose by more than i'll say five I would just say, okay, it's
1: definitely out of your hands. It's it's pretty much a divine intervention <laughs> that you're losing by this much goals. Yeah. And I mean, it's the uh, Premier League record uh, of um, goals scored in a single match. And the previous team to do that was also Liverpool against. Uh, I'll be, Was it Liverpool? No, it wasn't. No. I think it was United. It was. Sorry, my apologies. Against uh, Southampton, South Ante- 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 um, about. Uh, two or th- two seasons ago, I believe. Yeah, and before that, it was Leicester also against Southampton. Southampton. So, like, Southampton have been on the list twice, um, which is amazing. But um, yeah, it's
0: the thing that annoys me is that Liverpool just jumped to the top of the goal scoring charts
1: from one game. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, it's but I, I really think it's a reflection to me it's a more of a reflection on Bournemouth um, that I don't think that I know Bournemouth is bad right now. They look like the worst team in the league, but I just, no. I think it's a case of, I mean, they shouldn't I, be that bad is yeah. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, whenever a team loses by this score goes, I think it's just something that it's more than a bad day at the office. It's, so I said, it's literally divine intervention. It's, it, I guess it's, it's God pretty much trying to teach you a lesson that you haven't been paying attention to. And, you know, it's like, this is the only way forward to teach you something.
1: You need um, to... Yeah. And, um, you know, I just, I, I don't know how Scott Parker, like, what does he tell the team? Um, You know, I mean, listen, Ralph Hasenhutl had to tell Southampton something because it happened to them twice and they're still in the Premier League. So, yeah. um. 'Cause to me I think Scott Parker he seems like a charismatic kind of manager. So um let's see, let's see. I mean, hey, it's still early, obviously. Um, their goal difference is horrendous. But uh let, let's see what I mean, they're not even bottom of the league, which is just the funny part from that. So
0: Yeah. That um,
1: is uh that title goes to Leicester <laughs> yeah. right now.
0: And you know, and while we're on that on Leicester moving on from the Liverpool I guess maybe one final word on Liverpool is like yeah, it was amazing what they did scoring that many goals. But do you believe that they're back or it's just you know um, a shining?
1: No, I don't. I don't believe that they're back. I still think they they need like Klopp himself has admitted that they need a midfielder because of all the injuries so far. Um, I uh, that's not a reflection of their season and. You know they they will still have tough games from other mid to lower table teams. So let's see how they do.
0: All right, and so we mentioned Leicester, and I'll, so let's just go into them. I was, I was disappointed in their game against Chelsea because they had the man advantage and
1: still lost. Yeah, from twenty two minutes on. I mean, first of all, Connor Gallagher. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Um, got sent off. For two silly fouls.
0: Yeah, silly fouls. I, well, I think the second one is more is more egregious because he knew he was already on the yellow. Mm. And then he makes that sort of tackle. Like I the first one, I can excuse maybe, you know, he was trying to be like a professional tackle, stop them, but okay.
1: But the second one, no.
0: To me, there's no excuse for that. Do, That's do you th-
1: think it, it might be a result of the position that he's playing in? And also the fact that I can excuse him being young and then being brash and they will learn but like maybe the position that uh tuku has put him in in uh Chelsea's system you know as that kind of where he's supposed to be the engine and also like
0: i mean it could be it it very well could be i'm not sure why because based off what he did last season at uh crystal palace i was expecting him to Kind of do the same thing that Chelsea. Just hit the ground running. You know, he has a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah but the systems. Well, I, I, I mean, know Vieira you know,
1: plays differently. Yeah,
0: I think maybe it might be a case of at Crystal Palace because it wasn't that big of a team. There was sort of less pressure. Chelsea has way more eyes on that team than uh, Crystal Palace does. So maybe it might be just be a case of the occasion getting to him or the stature of the club. I'm. I could be completely wrong. But, yeah, I'm just not sure. Because, yeah, he hasn't really shown like he did. But Mm. you could say he probably still needs time. Because there is definitely a player in there.
1: Yeah. And, you know, um, on Chelsea as a whole, the difference maker was Sterling. Um, Sterling stepped up, um, scored uh, twice. Could have scored a hat-trick, honestly. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's looking like a great signing. Where do you think it was a good signing? But... Hopefully, he can uh, deliver for them throughout the season. But um, on the other note, Leicester is just, yeah, the I other don't think I think it was,
0: it was before on Friday, the day before this game, and it was announced that they had agreed a fee for uh, Fafana. Yeah, with Chelsea. And I was
1: like, oh, man, and now they have to play them? It, yeah, it, 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 it's psychologically, it, it's not the best position to be in. Um, but overall, you just wouldn't expect such a – Uh, performance like that to um, be up with uh, have the man advantage and still not be able to I mean they scored a goal but um, I
0: I think there's there's a lot more going on at Leicester that we don't know yeah I've seen some people saying that Brendan Rodgers might be one of the first managers to be sacked, and if that if that happens I think that would be one of the dumbest things they can do because it is not his fault that you know, Lester has not been able to spend any money. And so, just... So, he, yeah, he's in a very,
1: very... Uh, tough precarious, yeah. position. Position. Um, you know, yeah, it sucks that they, they haven't been able to, to spend anything. Um, but I, I would still be think that he could f- bring something out of those that he has there. It's not like he doesn't have talented players that wouldn't walk into some of the... Uh, Top six teams, as it were, uh, it's just no. a case of the team being unsettled right now, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: it's very unsettled, and I think it also can be pretty difficult to motivate a bunch of players who feel like, in a way, they're being set up to fail because there have been no reinforcements. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's Fofana who's leaving, there's Tillmans who may
1: leave, mm-hmm. and then there's also talk of.
0: Newcastle's still going after James Madison. It's
1: and they have to. The club has to generate funds. So yeah, and yeah.
0: and that is a lot of their spine. Mm. To be fair, so if the whole spine, if the whole spine is sold, and Vardy isn't any getting any younger, he's like what thirty six now or thirty five. I don't know.
1: You know, and and being that the window and um, the transfer window ends at the end of this week. Um, if they don't have those if they don't bring in that money, like, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do, but if they do, I expect to see some panic buys from them. Um probably yeah, on deadline. Yeah, day.
0: probably will be, but I would say this is a season where I'd say as long as Leicester don't get relegated, I think they would just take it as a this is an off season.
1: Mm. Yeah, quite possibly. And um I'll say the next uh Game on from that that had something really really interesting for us to look at was uh, Man City and Crystal Palace.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I I wasn't even watching this game like because I I had to go somewhere and, and I just checked the score and I just saw two nils to Crystal Palace. I was like, oh yeah. my god! I was like, how is this happening again? How <laughs> are?
1: Like, I was like, surely not 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 another not not again. I was like, there's no way. Uh, I
0: just wanted to know what kool-aid are they drinking at crystal palace that just makes them do this to city i i want to know also man because wh- and then it also raised another question this is like i think the fifth out of the last six games that city have played where they've been down by two goals
1: yeah i was also starting because i was like oh surely there's no way city is going to start this game because last week with uh newcastle you know they we're down and then it's happened before already this season. So I'm like, how yeah, is like Man City shipping goals like this?
0: Yeah. But that's the thing. All these games where they've been down by two goals, they haven't lost a single one of them.
1: Yeah. And, and ag- like, again, yeah, because th- that championship mentality, because they, they don't panic when they go down and they know that they can come back. So yeah, they no, always have yeah. that um with them and they have one of the best young strikers in the, the world. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's definitely, but, but I mean, I'm, I was just, like at the end of that game, because you know, City came back and Rojala and Hatrick, I started to think, I was like, maybe being two goals ahead
1: by City is a more dangerous lead than just being <laughs> by like, one goal or something. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, the, maybe that might be the way to actually beat them is to go one nil down against city and then <laughs> come back
0: no i mean why well, if you're leading you have to lead by one goal or three goals it can't be two yeah because it seems like two is just not a big mountain for them to climb
1: yeah i mean and and they came back in in great fashion with uh holland really yeah shutting it, up it, doubters it, yeah it started with it was a, hat a hat
0: bernard Silva goal though there was like a big deflection but you know it doesn't matter that uh you, you, you take the goals, how yeah. they come. And
1: and he he did well to, to get into that position and you know, make that shot.
0: Yeah, and uh Holland came I think the first goal was like a header and then the second one was a I think it was a John Stones shot, but it was like a terrible shot, but it was like the perfect pass for him. And then his third one was just brilliant center forward play. Like I was watching that going, I was like I saw that the defender tried to like out muscle him by like pushing. And he didn't even budge while he was at full speed. I and mean, he just took the ball and went to score. I was like, dang yeah. That alone, I was like, okay, that is scary. Yeah. If you can't just muscle him off the ball like that, running that quickly yeah. when you're momentum, your momentum easily make, it's you so like easy fall. To make you fall. And he just took it like, bruh.
1: <laughs> because you see, like, uh, people with uh, more stature. Than that being pushed off the ball, yeah, because, yeah because easily. The
0: taller you are, the higher your center of gravity, so it's easier to fall. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. Is that I think he already has about what
1: I think he has four, four right now. No, sorry, no, he has six goals, six, so sorry. he's a leading six. goal
0: scorer. But I mean, in his career, I think he already has more hat tricks than Aguero, Wayne Rooney, and and I can't remember the other at just 21. It's it's it's
1: it truly scary what uh, what they have. Yeah.
0: And the funny thing is, even after all this, people are still questioning if he's gonna like score goals. I like,
1: I mean, he's coming. He's hit the ground running. That that's, the, like most that's the most that, that city could ask for. That's yeah, the most that city could ask for. It's
0: only one game that he hasn't scored mm. so far in the season, and that was a game against Bournemouth where they still won the game like what 4 nil?
1: Mm. <laughs> i I think the thing for for teams to realize that like uh, uh, when they go up against city and they're in that unusual position um, the sitting back uh, and trying to soak up the pressure never really works out because city always find a way to break down the teams. So I think there has to be a different strategy whenever a team is in that precarious position.
0: Now, I I think in a way Chris Palace messed up because they were leading and it's like they just collapsed. Mm. And so they they needed to be better defensively, I think.
1: It, it was that, That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like if a team was much better defensively and they were up against City, then, you know. Yeah,
0: but the thing is most teams when they're like playing well against City, they've usually cuz City's not a team that crosses the ball in that much. Usually mm. it's like a low cross cuz their players are not the tallest. Yeah. But with Holland, they can do that now.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So that sort of, you know, takes away that. So you, you, I guess
1: it's just like,
0: it, it comes back to what they say about the Premier League, man. You can't ever, ever let your guard down, no matter what time of the game it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a good comeback win from them.
0: Yeah. And uh, also moving to the other side of Manchester, the red half, United, got what I, I think I, I, I would consider this, A nervy win Mm. Out Southampton I mean uh, Lissandra Martinez Was a a butcher again Just to use his nickname Rather than Say he was a beastie He covered himself In glory again Yeah he's really really uh,
1: endearing himself to Old Trafford Castle
0: Came in for his first game But this was a game Where I felt Southampton should have Had a penalty McTonamy like Handled the ball With both hands
1: Oh I saw that Cause I didn't watch the game I saw those highlights And I was like It was like he was trying to play. It wasn't even basketball because he was. It was like his. It was all over his hand. No, it looked like multiple
0: a, times. It looked like a cartoon one. You know, they're like trying to catch yeah. something, and he's just, you know the sound is like yep, yeah. and I was where like, someone's trying to juggle. And I just un- don't understand how VAR looked at that and thought, eh, it was an accident.
1: I, I mean, okay, fine. Okay, it hits his hand one time, but then it keeps bouncing oh, then it off his hand, second hand, and and then it happens and it. It was like I, I honestly couldn't believe my eyes, and I was like, "How? How is this not a penalty?" Yeah, I, I just don't know what to say. I just it don't it, to it say. was
0: it wasn't great by United cause the I mean they tried to match the same energy levels they had against Liverpool, but they, they I didn't mean click I guess a team well.
1: that's going to to Southampton, are gonna you know soak up that pressure and try to. Do yeah, it, it was
0: it was it was a type of game where I sort of like, if if they were playing against another team, like probably, if, yeah, I thought it was a game that they could have lost against any other team. Mm. Yeah, it, it it wasn't, but they won. That's the most
1: important. Yeah, I mean day. they got the three points. That's at the end of the day they got the yeah. three points.
0: Yeah, all right, and they're still they're 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 above Liverpool, in a weird way, even yeah. though.
1: They're 8th now. Yeah, they're 8th. Liverpool are ninth. Yeah, it was...
0: Yeah, and, then, and and speaking of United, now they've agreed 100 million euros for Anthony.
1: Yeah, I saw that um, right before we started, and um, I don't know. I, I put out a tweet on our um, uh, Twitter, at uh, Football by the Sea, and I said, like, man, you bit the bullet, so... You know Fabrizio Romano announced it, and also I don't know if you saw that uh Fabrizio had done a yeah he uh, did an interview interview with, i mean big up to him for forgetting that, but uh, you could clearly see that Andy was trying to push this through as much as possible because he literally uh did an interview with like how many times do you see that happen is very 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 rare. For a journalist to do an interview, uh, uh, with a player that is trying to force a move, and for the move to happen, so maybe some of that pressure that was applied, and also like you know, if you get a hundred million for a player, it's really hard to you. It's the yeah, is no. the record fee in the Eredivisie? So
0: yeah, I mean, this is a hundred million for a player who wanted to leave. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it's it's crazy. I think they just jumped up to higher spenders for the Liga, Yeah, I, I
1: think they're almost, almost like, what, 300 mil now? It's, um, I, I don't even know the full thing, but,
0: yeah, it's... I mean, hopefully, because I have noticed this pattern. I don't know. I think maybe other people might have, but for every team that has spent pretty much above, like, 65 i'd say probably just say 70 million on a player almost everyone of those players have flopped except for our i think virgil van dyke
1: i think um you know
0: i don't know it just seems to be a
1: to be like a cutoff.
0: because okay let's look at um city 100 million on grealish you can maybe he hasn't flopped completely but he hasn't lit
1: Yeah. He hasn't done anything spectacular since he went there. Number one, the price tag does
0: always bring a
1: level of
0: scrutiny and eyes to it.
1: Number one, unrealistic expectations because, again, the market is ridiculously inflated. It's
0: true, but then Grillish is not even matching his stats from when he was at Villa.
1: Right. Because, I mean, he's playing in a different system, different position. But you would expect.
0: Understandable, but you would at least hope for him to. At least the numbers he's getting to right, at least right. double for that. Okay, their, their city, if we go to United, there was... Uh, United
1: are, are big, um, you know, they're one of the, the teams with... No, the I would say, well,
0: like, the two players that they have that are over the 70 mark, let's just say, Harry Maguire and Mhm. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't say either of them really... Have little storm, and, and or,
1: because they have the money to spend, clubs are going to charge. Yeah, those we amounts. We can look at Arsenal,
0: Nicolas Pepe, seventy-two. Mm-hmm.
1: It it hasn't same really, thing. yeah. Ch- uh, Lukaku, that, Chelsea. Yeah,
0: Chelsea with uh, Lukaku with uh, Keppa, the mm-hmm. goalkeeper. Um, and in a way, probably even like Kai Havertz, but he scored that goal in the Champions League. But then what else? Okay,
1: let me ask you this: Would you say the same for Neymar at PSG? In a way, yeah. Because mm.
0: they keep winning the league, but
1: they, their main thing—the the main champion. thing was like they they brought him for the Champions League. Yeah,
0: and he, I mean, it, it's not just a Premier League. Even if you go yeah. to uh, if you go to uh, La Liga, they spent about uh, Real Madrid spent about ninety on uh, Hazard.
1: Mm-hmm. That was not worked out at he's, all. He's had like four goals in four years. Yeah, I don't know what Hazard. Literally, his career was up. At Chelsea and then uh, immediately at Real Madrid, just like. Yeah, it was plummeted. just something
0: I noticed that, like, anytime it's like above 70, like, the players just don't do it. Out. I think maybe is this why City always stick to, like, players who are, like, between 50 to 60? <laughs> no, because I, when you look at it, the players who are that price range do a lot, but that's pretty much the price range that City sticks to. And those players of all, I mean, Haaland uh, is what Yeah, Holland's about 60. Mm. I mean, when, with adjuncts and everything. Nunes, I'm thinking, is he also going to fall into that trap? Because I think he's close to like the 80s. I mean, mark. Uh, uh,
1: superstition or or looking at those numbers? This isn't aside, a superstition, it's is just numbers. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just, I feel like, you know, with the way the markets have been going, it's one thing to say that's just the rate pay it. But at the same time, when clubs know that they can take you for a ride and they know that you have a reputation for paying. Ex- overly and excessively they're going to keep unless you know teams start to yeah and you know i think change that i think united have been the team who've yeah they've been, been the, taken the, the biggest or the, the most proponents of this
0: no because yeah because as soon as this was announced i saw some united fan on twitter like he was getting angry that people were like saying oh united is wasting money or like oh like you know ix you know going over them and they were saying that, like oh what about Chelsea and like this teams and the people are like you forgot Harry Maguire you forgot yeah. Pogba you forgot like all these players and you s- so
1: teams. many it was
0: like just take the L and move on in this I mean, argument how
1: much did they pay for Sancho I can't remember yeah it was about 75 yeah so they, they they're consistently doing this so it's like
0: uh, yeah it, it's 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 the one thing that the United fans can say about the Glazers is that they don't spend
1: yeah, yeah. The question is whether it's spending wisely.
0: That's, that's always been, been United's issue.
1: They, they've always spent
0: the money. It's just they haven't spent it wisely.
1: But, I mean, that's the thing. That even if Anthony... I hope Anthony comes good. But things that things even if he comes good, it's like the pressure of that price tag every time you miss a goal or, or you miss yeah, a the, pass. It's I'll just, say
0: that's kind of what happened to Pepe. Because I, I was reading somewhere that Leicester actually wanted to take him on loan that we're going to match his pay. But apparently, he said he chose to go back to France. To, I guess maybe he wanted to place where there's less eyes on him because he actually took a pay cut to go back right, there. Right. I think he actually played his first game this weekend against Marseille. And I think they destroyed them like 3 0. I think Nuno
1: Tavares scored.
0: Sanchez, Again? Alexis Sanchez <laughs> scored wow that's interesting Sorry, like a bunch of ex-Arsenal players
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean that seems to be um, part of their going off topic a little bit uh, strategy for to um, either develop or uh, find a market for their yeah, but, it,
0: but old players uh, Tyrez is playing as a wing back and not as a left back Right, so which think to me was always a better position yeah for that him. suits his game uh, game a lot more but yeah off that but, but yeah just back to the main thing yeah uh the fees is a lot, but maybe, but I think it could work because, you know, he's someone that uh, Ten Hag knows very well mm-hmm. he's played with him. That trust is already there. So, but, but it, it to me, it's not enough because some changes need to be made. For, where, for how Ten Hag wants to play, he definitely wants a goalkeeper that can play with the ball at his feet. Mm-hmm. And De Gea is still number one for now. So a lot of that is not going to work out just yet. But I think probably, like, Maybe the next summer transfer window, then maybe they might go for the goalkeeper they want, or it might just bring back Dean Henderson, who had, uh, who's been having a decent time at Forest, even though they ha- they they lost the game. But I mean,
1: I mean, speaking of Dean Henderson, uh, you saw that he saved uh, yeah, Kane the f- penalty,
0: first player to save a uh, Kane penalty in four years.
1: Yeah, I mean, he tipped his hat to the fans. Uh, no,
0: he's been playing for Forest. Yeah, in, and, it, and watching his performances that you think, huh, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, but... I, yeah. I mean,
1: here's the thing, David De um um shadows very large at uh, oh, Old yeah, Trafford. He's very large. Like,
0: Yeah, even though he's not good with his feet, he's he's an amazing shot stopper. Like, mm. he, he just... I, 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 I think he's the best goalkeeper in the
1: world at using his feet
0: to save the ball.
1: Um, well, hmm. I don't know. There, there's an argument for... Um, I think Ederson is good at that. Also, no, sorry. Um, Allison, Allison, sorry.
0: Not, not as good as De Gea. Not, in my opinion, not as good. Mm. Because there are so many shots that, like, when, like, when you're low and that close, trying to like drop your body to do like De Gea saves. I think he saves more with his feet than any other goalkeeper. Mm.
1: Uh, Well, that's an interesting start.
0: Yeah, and uh, moving on to some of the other like quiet games, Brentford won, Everton won. Everton were below par again, though they could have won this game, but then Brentford scored in the last 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, Everton needs something. I'm sure they're, they're going to be busy on um, deadline day also. They have to be. They definitely have to be. And uh,
0: a game that was pretty interesting, Brighton leads. Uh, two teams going at it, but uh, Brighton just... Uh, they just they're just getting it right and they they were able to come out on top against Leeds
1: yeah I I predicted like (laughs) I thought it was either going to be a 2-2 or like a 3-2 but I predicted Brighton to win Um, but I it makes sense that it was close also because they're to me they're very closely matched teams in terms of quality
0: yeah but then I think after this game and and everything we've seen so far this season I say Brighton is Is ahead. ahead
1: yeah I agree ahead yeah uh
0: graham potter is uh he's just getting that to me he's gotten that team clicking
1: like a fine engine Mm, i agree and the last game on saturday was the arsenal versus fulham game
0: yeah a game that's you know this is the first game in which arsenal have considered first this season yeah and a game that's most people say last season they probably would have lost because their goal came from a mistake by the arsenal defense But then, uh, as I was watching this game, this was like the first time I was like, I felt, no, Arsenal can still win this game. Mm. Like, Arsenal will still win this game. And as soon as that first goal went in, I was like, nah, Arsenal now has to win
1: this game. Like, I wasn't sure that they would do it, but I was like, no, now they have to. Yeah. And, you know, like, when the game was going into, (laughs) because I was like, Coming in and I was busy so I was I was watching it and then going back to what I the things that I was doing. But go, seeing that we hadn't scored in the first half I was like, okay, fine, let's come back because we had so much over seventy percent possession. Seventy percent had
0: all the ball, but then only had one shot on target. Yeah. It was Yeah, it, it was just rare because like they were doing everything. Fulham couldn't really play
1: into the Arsenal half.
0: Yeah, they had nothing in the first half. Uh, Yeah, it was.
1: And even the second half, the way it started, Arsenal were on the front foot. It was only until that mistake happened by Gabriel. And you had seen before that um, Mitrovic had tried to to get at him before. So I thought he would have, you know, been more careful. But
0: no, I think he had gotten away with it earlier. So he probably thought he could could.
1: But the things that we've seen Gabriel do this before, it's happened last season. Yeah, it happened. And it's um, happened.
0: But then you could definitely tell that the mentality is different. Yeah, this season, and you know, I guess his teammates didn't get on him either, and the stadium did not get on on him either. Which is
1: something I noticed that because I heard on the on the TV, you could hear immediately Mitrovic scored for Fulham. The Arsenal fans were singing Arsenal and you know chanting, and I was, yeah, because
0: I believe I'd never seen that. That belief is, and i was, and I think no matter what Arsenal does this season, I think to me that's the biggest thing, yeah, because seasons past, you could feel it even from the, the TV. tension, no as soon as that that it's you just hear the groans, and it's yeah. like you just feel like and I think this time that energy is really transferring from the fans into the players
1: and 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 I think um. If anyone has watched the, the Arsenal All or Nothing uh, documentary, that was something that Arteta was consistently talking about, building that connection. But, you know, I think even other people are saying it, that they yeah. haven't seen this kind of...
0: Yeah, other people are starting to say it. I saw some dude who was like, he said he, leaves, he, he lives about uh, a few minutes away from the stadium, and he said he never hears them. But he said that this season, he's been hearing them. Yeah, which is yeah, like, and then he said that that is a he, he said that, yeah, that's that's huge, that's different. That he, he, he yeah, never, yeah, because
1: people used to call the an, the Emirates like a library, that yeah, that was come a there.
0: yeah, but it's different. But yeah, uh, they came back to win one of the funniest things was that uh, Zinchenko was on the bench.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that the one of the stewards thought that he was a um pitch invader because he wasn't he was wearing like black. And then they tried to, I think it was like a split second thing, but that was kind of funny. Um, cause I saw him on the TV too. I also thought, like, I was like, who is that guy in black hugging all the players? Um, but that was funny. Um, and that was good, um, you know, team spirit and camaraderie, even though he wasn't playing. Cause before the game started, Zinchenko and, uh, Parsi were listed as, uh, out because they had injuries. So Tierney came back into the side on the left and, um, he came in for uh, party, And I would say, you know, Tierney, the way he looked, I think he still needs a little more time to be completely, uh, totally match fit. But it's good to have a high-quality option to come in to replace someone that is good. But you the difference between Zinchenko and Tierney's style it was very clear because, you know, Tierney doesn't have that, uh, I would say... Link up ability and passing ability that no, Zinchenko brings.
0: I agree. I, I completely agree with that. And the thing that when I saw the lineup, I was more worried about El Neni yeah. In the midfield than uh, than Tierney, but the honest truth is, it didn't really affect no no uh, the game that much. Yeah. I was El Neni did a decent job. He opinion. did a decent job as I get. I, he played more as just like a facilitator, like a defensive midfielder. Yeah. He didn't have the same sort of passes, but he did well, he kept the ball and Tierney played his usual stuff. So he was a lot more attacking forward and mm. yeah, it, it didn't disrupt the floor of the, of the players that much, man. But it, it was the first time you saw okay, that this team actually has some resolve and there's some belief in yeah. this
1: team. And, and there was, like I like I said, those, um, to have a team that can go the distance in different competitions for a long season, you need depth and having that, I would say, obviously, the party tool and any is there is a drop,
0: definitely. But El Nani can come in and do a everyone job. Everyone knows that, but yeah. I think that El Nani constantly gives you either a seven or a six. It's yeah. never like a bad game.
1: Yeah, and I, and I would say, like you know, whether Arsenal go for Tielemans or or someone else, I think that sort of DM position, I, I think the um the the right wing position is is good because to me Saka didn't really have a great game, to be very honest. He 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 didn't. He
0: definitely should have scored. He hasn't played that great this season, but he's been okay. He hasn't been bad. Mm, mm, I would mm. say, but but I think he definitely needs like a bit of a rest and some competition.
1: Right, right, right. Because uh,
0: he, in a way, he's. He's been Arsenal's best player for like the last two seasons.
1: Yeah, and um, you can like you know he's, he's played a lot of football and he's played a lot of international football. So like Arsenal is linked with Pedro Neto right now, um, but I think uh, Wolves are looking for. They said about fifty like million. Fifty, and I was like, "There's, there's no way." I think. Yeah, that, there's no
0: way right. that would happen except if Arsenal sell a couple of players for decent fees, and so far yeah. they've been having trouble. The other thing that I noticed is that the celebration police were back. Oh, jeez.
1: Um, I don't know yeah. if anyone
0: remembers uh, Richard Keys, who used to be on Sky Sports, but then he was fired for sexist comments and stuff and started complaining about how Arsenal was celebrating too much. And it, it, it pretty much took like an ex-player in Nigel De who used to play for City Day was like, I don't understand why this is bothering you. It was like, he, he, it was like you need to look at the bigger picture. They haven't enjoyed much the last couple of years. And in this game, they actually showed result to come from a goal down for, against a Fulham team that everyone has said looks pretty yeah, good Yeah, that, this that drew with Liverpool. But his whole argument was... He,
1: he said was, Arteta was irritating, like waving his arms yeah, around. Waving. No, and he I was like, like,
0: he finds him extremely irritating. I was like, when do pundits talk
1: like yeah, that? Yeah, it seemed kind of like, you know, clickbait, like he really just wanted... And it seemed like... And because it works, because now we're talking about it, right? And you yeah. got a lot of people responding because it seems that this whole celebration police thing has only happened since when Arsenal started winning games.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's happened to one other team. Uh, I think it happened sometime last. I can't remember what the team it was, but, yeah, I was like, yeah, but it's mostly happened to Arsenal. Yeah. You know? Like, what is... My
1: thing is, people have been locked up in their houses for two years, you know, and football has come back to help people just you know, it brings levity to people's lives. So it just doesn't make sense to try to police a team that's coming back yeah, from he, behind.
0: He tried to backtrack and say that he understands if the fans celebrate like that, but then the he players. Said
1: he if it was like a semifinal of no, a cup. No, but
0: he, like the, he tried to backtrack a bit and say he understands if fans celebrate, but not players. And you watch it again, I was like, what did the players do? That was yeah, that nothing like was
1: overly. Like, I mean, like, Gabriel. Uh, makes a big mistake and then comes back and scores the winner I mean I yeah. would celebrate that
0: and then I was like if, if this guy has ever like played the game or something I was like if you come back from like from like a goal and that's the thing I don't get this is a Fulham team that and he started talking like well it's Fulham they're celebrating against Fulham
1: yeah what do you want them to do just like stand
0: yeah it was like so are you <laughs> saying that the match should end and then maybe they clap once or twice and be like okay we move I was like I mean, everyone always celebrates a comeback win, like it's, yeah, you know, a comeback win is always a big deal.
1: Yeah, because you came, you you showed something, you showed yeah, you said great oh, international. Or oh, if this was
0: against maybe Tottenham or Liverpool, you understand. And I was like.
1: Anyways, but 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 moving on from that, yeah, it was it was good. Um, and then uh, Arsenal still remained top. And for me, Martin Odegaard was the man of the match. The way he facilitated all the play, I don't think Arsenal would win that match without him because after they won a goal down, he basically willed the first goal into the back of the net. It had a yeah. nice deflection, but he was no, the one like, controlling it a, everything. It was on the a pitch.
0: similar comeback to the City game. The first goal that started the comeback was like a deflected goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would tell, yeah. it, and another
1: thing that was very interesting was, um Bernd Leno was just having a very nice game for Fulham, and
0: yeah, no that i've that always happens for to like a lot of teams a former player leaves and especially especially if it's like a goalkeeper, and then they come back to their old team, and mm. it's like it's like you have it's Why? Like, it's like they go super same yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really, of course, <laughs> but I mean, he couldn't stop the the um, the second one from from bundling in but um I saw him you know
0: no he he had a good game the the first goal well, yeah was deflection that so you can't say anything to him about that the second goal was just the players just threw their bodies out there and and yeah so uh, Arsenal's still top of the league uh, moving on to Sunday uh, West Ham had their
1: first win Villa in the mud yeah that and that was also West Ham's first goal of the season. Which yeah. was also a deflected goal. Um I'm surprised I didn't I don't think I'd been really paying attention to where West Ham was, but they've been they were sitting like towards the bottom.
0: They were they they were bottom. they, yeah. they, they had lost all their previous games before this.
1: Yeah, so I think they're sixteenth now. Um, yeah. um the, uh, Villa kind of the same
0: thing. Uh one win and three losses. They, yeah, Villa
1: not really doing Villa been very disappointing I think Coutinho got hooked off um n- like after an hour or something and then they brought on Buendia but Villa really didn't do yeah, too they didn't, much
0: they they haven't started the season well and then the next game which I thought was going to be interesting but it seems like it was well all sorry Duka.
1: still on Villa real quick um they've been linked with Paqueta and um
0: on Villa you mean West Ham
1: West Ham um and uh yeah i think a fee has been agreed already so we'll see if, if that comes to pass and then speaking of the next game uh, wolves versus newcastle which was a draw um new nu- uh alexander isak was in the stands there i think he's still waiting for a um work visa but he is already at newcastle and
0: yeah uh, this was a game that newcastle bossed all the way like, wolves got a goal from uh uh Ruben Nevers. But yeah, it was Newcastle all the way, man. They
1: I mean that 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 volley by uh say Maximan, like just with the ball coming down. Yeah, no, one oh, of the hardest man, that was one of one of the best goals this season so far.
0: It's one of the hardest techniques in uh, in football. But, yeah man, Newcastle are looking uh they're looking great, man. They they, yeah. they should have won this game. And Wolves, to be fair, should have been down to 10, in my opinion. Uh, Pedro Neto should have been sent off for... Uh, not Pedro Neto, I mean Newcastle should have been down. Yeah, yeah, Newcastle. Net, um, uh, Neto could have had a pretty bad tackle on him. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, again, uh, refrain, okay. but... Yeah, I mean, Newcastle showed grit to, to, to come back. I think it was in a... Close to eighty something minute that um, yeah. they scored, and like they could have gone on and won. I think, but uh, they yeah, could have,
0: but yeah, they are, are looking. They're playing well. They're just not winning.
1: Right. It's so it's they're, they're they've gotten like three draws so far.
0: Yeah, I think they're also one of the they also one the, uh, uh, of the few un- unbeaten sides remaining. Mm.
1: Oh. So Speaking of unbeaten sides, uh, Spurs remain unbeaten.
0: Yeah, In in a way, Spurs and Arsenal are kind of similar this season in that they're both winning. They're both unbeaten. The only difference is that Arsenal is playing attractive football while Spurs are playing some of the ugliest, boring football you will see.
1: I mean, they won't care if they win anything.
0: No, they won't care. And this is not like a jab at them because even Spurs fans are saying it. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, they are. They're like, the football has been terrible to watch, it's boring, but at least you're winning. Because... Uh, and which, to be fair, is the most important thing.
1: In, in some of the games, like even this game, Forrest had chances. Forrest started the game well. Um, but the difference between them and Spurs is that Spurs just have clinical... Yeah, some of the most clinical finishers clinical in players. Europe. and
0: Pretty much, they have like the best striker in Europe. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess you could, you could top, argue that. Top five. Yeah. Top I guess. three. I guess. Or you could say in the Premier League, he's the best. In the track. Premier League, yes. He's the best. Track. I mean, he yeah. scored two goals so today. You can't say trick.
1: Benzema is still.
0: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, 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 I'll say Benzema is still uh, is ahead of him. But I would say uh, today he could have had a hat trick if not for the penalty that was saved. But yeah, b- but then still though, like. The second goal he scored, just terrible defending. Like,
1: yeah, horrible. how do
0: you leave someone
1: like Harry Kane unmarked? Unmarked, and they were all because they were all ball watching the forest players. and
0: yeah. I mean, I understand if maybe you're they're man marking someone like Harry Kane and so on, like, and then maybe someone else from like the midfielder gets the header,
1: but it, it was it was really bad because all of them <laughs> were looking towards the where the ball was being crossed from, and none of them. We're like, paying attention to yeah. Like to the Kane. closest
0: play was like two or three yards away from him. yeah.
1: That it was
0: it was it was it's it's very similar to the goal he scored last week against Wolves, right? You just like how are you giving someone like that a free header? Free header. First and of all, no he's one,
1: great at those diving headers. Yeah.
0: No, no one from the opposing team should ever be getting a free header in your own box. And yeah. the fact that you're giving it to one of the best strikers ever. I mean,
1: he's he's, he's moved up to like top. Uh,
0: I think he's top. Two or top
1: three, three now? Three. Um, joint third uh, highest mm-hmm. goal scorer in Premier League history.
0: No, it, it, I mean, when I see stuff like that, it just infuriates me. <laughs> no, I mean, this has nothing to do, like, against Spurs. It's just, like, as someone who loves football, like, doing stuff like that in, in defense is just, like, I, I can forgive Unforgivable. I can't imagine how a manager, any manager would feel
1: seeing something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not great.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that was uh, all the games this, this past weekend. And, uh, yeah, so after that, uh, Arsenal is still top with 12 points, like maximum points. And then we have City in second with 10, Tottenham 10 as well, and Brighton also with 10 points. So that's the top four. St- all Four teams still haven't lost a single game, and then we have Leeds in fifth, and then Chelsea sixth, Newcastle, also re- also unbeaten as well in seventh, United eighth, Liverpool ninth, and Brentford ten. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, it's still early; mm-hmm. things can change, but it's uh interesting looking table right now.
1: Yeah, and we have a bunch of midweek fixtures this week. Um, yes, uh, pretty that.
0: much September is a crazy month yeah yeah. Uh, fixtures this week uh, th- midweek and Tuesday. also on the weekend as well
1: so that's why this episode is coming to you a little bit early
0: yeah so starting from Tuesday we have Crystal Palace versus Brentford yeah th- I think this is a game that will be determined by who's playing at home and since it's Crystal Palace I'll give it to Crystal Palace to win at home
1: yeah, I would I would give it Crystal Palace Also I have no arguments there. And then we have Fulham Brighton Um, I mean, listen Mitrovic might Continue his streak But Brighton are Looking uh Like good money Right now So uh, They're not looking They are good money Right now In my opinion So this might be A 1-1 for me
0: Yeah, I guess Because Fulham Are playing really well At home And I think last week They were able to Come back to be uh, to be Brighton at home, I mean Brentford, and that's not easy, so i would say, yeah, either a tie
1: or a close
0: Fulham win, yeah, based on what I've seen. And then we have Southampton, Chelsea, and let's just say that's a Chelsea win,
1: yeah, yeah, sure,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah, they they destroyed them like what six nil last last year in the same fixture away from home, so
1: I think it's gonna be like one two nil no max just because of their scoring issues right now at and Chelsea. Who knows?
0: Maybe they would have brought in a Yang by then. Even Maybe. Though, like, that is such a funny thing. I, I don't know why that's taking so long to get done. Or or if it's still going to get done. Well,
1: they say Xabi still wants to keep. Uh,
0: yeah, that's true. And I also read that uh, Frankie De Jong has decided to stay and take a pay cut. Like, I don't know. How, like Barcelona baffles me right now. There uh, is something in the water there.
1: Yeah, there's really something. I, I cannot explain this at all because like so
0: many of these players are taking pay cards to go there. And I understand there's the prestige of being at Barcelona, but
1: these are people's livelihoods. I mean, I I think there's something, I think there's something that they must be, like hypothetically speaking, that they must have promised them and they must have deals with those players of how much they will make. Because I don't think those players are just forfeiting all that money. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. Who knows, man? Who knows? And then, uh, finally, on Tuesday, we have Leeds versus Everton. Um, I trust Leeds more yeah. than I trust Everton. Yeah. Honestly, and, it's and Leeds sad is to say,
1: but, yes, I trust Leeds more than Everton. Yeah, so I, I will give it to Leeds. I know Everton's going to try to start on the front foot. They might get a goal, but I think Leeds should. Yeah. You know. I mean,
0: yeah, Everton could win, but I feel the percentage – is higher with with Leeds doing something they, mm. they have more confidence and they only just narrowly lost against uh, brighton mm. so and uh next day wednesday uh we have bournemouth versus wolves i mean wolves aren't scoring bournemouth isn't winning
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah i would still give this to wolves i mean i mean actually bournemouth I think they need a response. They need something to kick off their season. because Yeah, I mean,
0: they just lost 9-0. Yeah.
1: I just, I I really, but Wolves also, you know, with the draw against Newcastle, they'll want a win away. I I think it'll help Bournemouth that they don't score a lot of goals. Um,
0: Yeah, that's the thing. So the only thing I'll say Bournemouth there was they surprised me when they beat uh, Villa in the first game of the season, but then now yeah. now looks more like Villa being bad and not yeah. Bournemouth being that good. Yeah. So but Bournemouth yeah. needs
1: a, some sort of response. I mean, the most I could give this is like a one-one.
0: Yeah. I, I think I'll slightly give it to Bournemouth. I think they they'll be way too fired up to want to bounce back.
1: Well, the thing is that Wolves just are, are to me a better quality team than Bournemouth.
0: They are, but they don't score goals.
1: Okay, let's thing.
0: see. Let's see what happens. They ju- they don't score, and then we have uh, Arsenal versus Villa. Um, uh, Arsenal is playing at home, so I would give it to Arsenal. I would give it to Arsenal. If and it there, was away, yeah. then I'll say like, it's a bit tricky. No, even if it was
1: away, at this point in time, Villa yeah, is but not yeah, really Villar, doing much. Yeah,
0: Villa aren't playing well right now. Yeah, but I, it's I still I don't know like why that is. Yes, but you know, like I say, it's still the Premier League. You can't just write off anything.
1: Of course, of course. But this
0: Arsenal team is full of way full. Of, Confidence and this comeback win again from this last game will also spur them on, yeah. And then we have City versus Forest. Um, I say this as a city win, yeah. I don't know what Forest can do, and then we have West Ham versus Spurs.
1: Oh, this would be interesting. Um, well, West Ham have only, I guess, they've just started their season yeah. with that win, so that'll yeah, give them a, a little fr- bit of uh it is, momentum.
0: I mean, the thing with Spurs is that sometimes you can say uh, Spurs don't play well, but they haven't been playing well and they're still winning. So that's why I was just like...
1: Yeah, it's not been some great performances, but they're getting the three points. And yeah, because it, it's a
0: game that I can see West Ham outplaying them, but still see Spurs winning. Yeah,
1: I see Kane getting some low diving header at one point off of like nothing. And, um, you know, another thing curious, like Son, Son uh was hooked off and uh Richarlison replaced him and he was not happy. He's also hasn't really kicked off the season very well. Um but Richarlison did get the assist for the second goal. So it was a good decision by Conte. Um yeah, I I don't know. Uh I think oh, I just forget it, it it's a London derby again. <laughs> yeah. I th- I think Spurs might win this one.
0: I'm not sure. I mean, if it was just any other game, I would say Spurs. But the fact that it's a derby, it's a derby yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you c- you kind of do have to throw form out of the window when it comes to the derby. I mean, game. West
1: Ham will definitely want to just kick on now.
0: Yeah, they definitely want to kick on S- Spurs or trying to be up there. So yeah, I honestly don't don't know how, how what to call this game. So We're I just going. feel
1: like I just feel like Conte will probably find a way. I think mm-hmm. it might be a maybe two-one to Spurs.
0: All right, and then finally on Wednesday, a game I'm actually looking forward to, Liverpool-Newcastle. This was a game Newcastle should have won last year because mm. Newcastle actually outplayed Liverpool last year, but Liverpool did what Liverpool does.
1: Um, Yeah, and given Liverpool's current uh, injury predicament.
0: All right, it's definitely not going to be a 9-0, but yeah. I feel like Newcastle can get them because of the defense... Not the, uh, the injury issues Liverpool have. And
1: I Yeah, I also believe so. And then Saint-Maximin and, and, and those yeah, guys are full of confidence.
0: Saint-Maximin is going to... Pretty much anyone who can dribble a little bit always puts Trent on toast. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Saint-Maximin... Like <laughs> Saint-Maximin does that to, to defenders that are way better than Trent. Yeah,
1: and uh, who, maybe Isak would have... Been maybe maybe he'll play. Um, yeah. I could see him debuting if they are winning. No, I, I feel like if if Newcastle
0: can score the first goal, I, I can see them winning. But it's still Liverpool, and
1: yeah, they're still going to Anfield. So yeah. that is always you can never ever.
0: Yeah, you can't just write them off at, uh, at Anfield. But yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah. I'm really interested. I don't
1: think Liverpool will score like even more than two goals max. I think it might be like a two two one.
0: And then on Thursday we have Leicester versus Manchester United.
1: I wanna give this to Manu because Leicester are down horrendous <laughs> in the league. Um yeah, I think Manu might might be a a little shaky. Lester might score one Manu might score two.
0: Leicester have an okay record against United at home. Last year, I think they beat them like 4-2.
1: I mean, I could see Vardy scoring. um, Or uh, what's the guy with two first names? James Justin.
0: Oh, Uh, Yeah, it it will be interesting to see what happens. Because this is, I think, Thursday is when the,
1: the window closes. Yeah, the window
0: closes. So who knows... Who might have come in? Maybe Ronaldo would have left. Yeah. Well, or maybe yeah.
1: Ronaldo will s- still be there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe he'll still be there. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's going to be curious. Yeah, yeah, very, very curious. Yeah, interesting to watch.
0: And then Friday, Chelsea-West Ham. Yeah, like, it's like we have a London Derby. Like every, every day. Every every match day. This, is just, Or maybe we just have too many London teams <laughs> in the league. Wow, that's
1: crazy. So, West Ham and Spurs are playing on Tuesday. And then West Ham is playing Chelsea on Friday. Um Another actually day. no they're playing on Wednesday and then they're playing on Friday oh that is a ridiculously fast turnaround thank um,
0: you work up in the middle of the season
1: yeah that's actually that is horrible that, that
0: just looks unfortunate
1: yeah I mean you have to play Spurs I mean okay fine they're playing Spurs at home but then they have to no, they're go they're
0: playing Spurs on Wednesday and then Chelsea yeah but then, then they have to Friday. go
1: to um well, at least I mean, it's both in London. I guess maybe that was yeah, the only they, thing that they...
0: Yeah, it's two. I mean, they're not... They're close to both locations. Yeah, but those
1: are two very, very difficult fixtures in West Ham's uh, season, like literally one day apart. Um, yeah,
0: it's only West Ham that has this issue. Like, whoa, what? Yeah, that's crazy. What, um, why couldn't they just move this game to... I don't... Yeah, they should Saturday have moved it. Or Sunday. Like
1: That is crazy. Yeah, that's messed up. Um... Yeah, uh... I
0: think I'll give this to Chelsea because they have more recovery time than West Ham.
1: <sighs> but that's the thing. You never know. West Ham could still be up for it. Yeah,
0: no. I, I would always give it to the team that has...
1: If West uh, Ham yeah. are able to pull a result out against Spurs at home, I think they will have more of a juice. Obviously, well, they will be yeah, tired, but I feel like they might have some sort of... Yeah. Obviously, wishful thinking. Anyways, but... uh
0: Yeah, yeah I... I just see it as a Chelsea win. I I, I just think it's unfair on West Ham. Yeah. And then moving back to Saturday-Sunday games, uh, before we uh, – that means our next one is going to be a lot of discussion because we have so many games to go over. Saturday it's the Merseyside Derby. Ooh. Everton-Liverpool.
1: Ooh-wee.
0: Let's just give that to Liverpool. Everton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Everton don't turn up for this. It's just not – Yeah, in in the
1: current form – i I mean hey, listen, the, the only player I think that might turn up would be um, oh my days uh, Anthony Gordon no, um he yeah, he might turn up, but the their keeper Pickford Pickford might be the Pickford only one.
0: is the i don't know Pickford is like the same in every game, just yelling at everyone in front of him <laughs> he uh, has
1: yeah. he doesn't have great people, I mean he's a good keeper, but. Uh, I mean, and I, I'm, I want, I'm curious to see how he will be plays in his new role against uh, Liverpool because he has been, you know, he's become that engine for them, uh, in that deep line, I guess, playmaker role, um, and then uh, next game, it will still be fun to watch, I think. And uh, we have
0: Brentford versus Leeds.
1: Oh, yeah. this is going to be close.
0: So, yeah, another close one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it will go either
1: way. Uh, yeah, this could go either way, honestly.
0: And then we have Newcastle Crystal Palace. Yeah, another one. Two teams that are really, really coming up recently. Like, I can't pick a winner either.
1: I th- yeah, this might be yeah, a bit like of a draw. getting harder to predict, man. <laughs> Yeah, because the league is getting so much. Teams are getting so much better that it's like.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. And then, see, Forest versus Bournemouth after
1: that. Yeah I'll I'll give it to Forrest. They're playing at home.
0: Yeah, I just don't there's no faith in Bormer to, to, to pick up anything. And then we have Spurs versus Fulham. Another can I guess can the, the Mitrovic the
1: do something? <laughs> the, uh, it's the very London possible derby for the for the next week. Against uh, the Spurs defense, I think it's very possible, but again yeah, another uh Derby. Um you know, but Spurs are at home. They shouldn't. They're at home, the but then it's,
0: I mean, Fulham are not an easy team to break down. No. They've, mm. they've shown that against Liverpool, against Arsenal, against, uh, who was it, Brentford as well. So, yeah, it will be, we'll see in, and I think Fulham will want to, want to win in, Lon- in North London. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it can go either way as well. But, uh, you, i would still lean more towards a Spurs win. And then we have Wolves versus Southampton. Probably a Wolves win. I don't trust Southampton either for for anything. And then we have Villa versus Man City.
1: Villa was a team that almost changed the fortune of the Premier League champions on the last day. Um, Right now, though, they're not playing like how they played on that day.
0: Yeah, they... Yeah, it's just a one win against Everton, and that was and that's against another team that's not playing so well. Eesh, 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 eesh. Yeah,
1: can see a few Holland goals. Um, could be another Holland hat trick. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's going to City.
0: And then finally on Sunday, we have Brighton Leicester. Uh, I'll I'll go with Brighton. Yeah, Brighton, Brighton have shown more that they're pretty much like I said they're a well oiled ma- machine at this point. And then we have uh, the, uh, the early days of the Premier League rivalry, Manchester United versus Arsenal at Old Trafford.
1: This is going to be a very interesting game. A lot of people are seeing this as a test for both teams to see where both teams are at right now. Um, I, if- I,
0: I think it's more of a test for Arsenal because Arsenal have been in this position where it's like United are not playing well and then they're like, oh, this is going to be one of the best chances to go to Old Trafford and win. And then, and then they
1: lose, yeah. right? It happened I mean, last season. It happened last season. Yeah, it happened, I think.
0: I mean, th- I think the season before they w- actually won at Old Trafford, but it was just just a 1-0. A but yeah. the season before that, they didn't win. So, I mean, but based off what we've seen style of play and everything, you would s- still say Arsenal. Because there's there's more about Arsenal this season. While United, you could say, are still finding their feet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I expect, uh, um, Lissandro Martinez to put on a good defensive show. But then again, uh, Arsenal have become more adept at breaking teams down. And also, um, you know, I think Gabriel Jesus will have the, the bit, in his teeth, like because he he hasn't scored for two games now. So I think he'll want to well, obviously maybe he'll score in the villa game. Um, but he'll he'll definitely want to to make a performance over there at Old Trafford. And uh oh yeah, and he's a former city player as well. Yeah, and, and you know, like you said, Arsenal seem to have like a different mentality. Now it's up to see if they can actually produce at Old Trafford. Um, when Manu are not in their best position. Granted, Manu may get a win midweek. That'll give them momentum. And um, you can't write off Ten Hag because Ten Hag has showed, especially against Liverpool, that he has that tactical now to uh, switch things up um, and play a different style that may not be you know, his style but would guarantee that they don't lose. So let's see what happens. I think this is going to be a a good game. I think it's coming at a good time. Um, Yeah, I'm excited.
0: All right. And that is all of the games. A lot of games.
1: A lot of football. A lot of games.
0: Well, yeah. uh, We will be with you for the next one, going through every single one of these games. And also by then, the transfer window would have been closed. So I guess... If based on what we see, we'll maybe see if we feel teams can, with changing their positions, uh, of from our predictions from when we did that. But who knows? Maybe nothing will happen, and doubtful something will definitely happen.
1: No, with all <laughs> these games, there's going to be a couple surprises.
0: Yeah. So uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will catch you on the next one.
1: All right, guys. Peace.
0: Take care.